I was petrified. So she gave me this booklet and it was about, you know, how to meditate and how to connect with your guides. And I was like, oh no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, what am I going to be like lying on the bed and then some ghost is going to come and sit next to me. I was just like, no, wasn't ready for that. And I've really had to spend some time over the last few years really deprogramming my fear around it because one of the big things that has happened since the pandemic and since my injury is I've been starting to experience things again. Hello and welcome to Her Power the Podcast with me your host Zoe Fox. This podcast is for women who are on a self-healing journey and are really getting ready to connect with their inner light, whether that inner light was extinguished because of tragedy or trauma or just hardships in life we are taking ownership now and healing the past and really getting prepared to see just how good life can get so in this episode of the podcast I'm going to be talking a little bit about transformation and authenticity So if you do enjoy the content in this podcast and if it resonates with you, I would love it if you would come and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to like and leave us a comment as well. Let's have a little bit of a conversation about some of these subjects. If you are listening on audio only, please do follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify. And don't forget to rate and review. That's a really good way that we can let other people know that The podcast is worth listening to and it helps us to connect with um, more women. So, yeah, I would really, truly appreciate any ratings and reviews. So thank you for that. So in the last episode, I was just warming back up. I'd taken off a month after feeling a little bit burnt out and was trying to get back into the swing of things. Bless my mom. She's like one of the biggest fans of the podcast. And she's <laughs> my mom. She's always very honest. If you want the truth, ask my mom. Uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, it was." I could tell that you'd taken some time off, basically. So I know that that's my mom's way of saying I was a bit ropey. <laughs> so I hope this episode is a little bit better. I'm still very much getting used to the visual aspects of this as well, because it was audio only for so long. It was like. I was just used to sitting there going around with my eyes closed and yeah, not really thinking about it. But when you are presenting visually, obviously it adds another dynamic to it. So I'm still getting used to that. So thank you for your patience. I'd just like to remind you as well that on my website, I have got a free download. It's called the Manifest Your Perfect Day Planner. It's something that I created because I find it really helpful as part of my self-improvement practice to have a little checklist at the end of the day of things that I can go through just so that I can reconnect with myself at the end of the day however it's been and get clear on the day ahead so that way you wake up in the morning feeling clear and I think that you're able to just you know when you step into the day with intention you're really able to make the most of it so you can download that I will leave the link in the show notes the manifest your perfect day planner as I've just said and um, start working with it and let me know how you find it I'd love to have your feedback I've had some good feedback on it so um, I'd love to have yours as well so please come and find me on instagram at zoe.e.fox um, again I will drop all the show notes, but what I'm really loving at the moment is this community that is really growing and just connecting with more like-minded women. It really means so much to me to finally be coming into this year of my life where I'm going to be 40 and be finding a tribe of women that are just, yeah, 
on my vibe. So um, yeah, thank you if you've been connecting with me. It's so great to, to have you as part of this community. So I would like to start off by just shouting out Aisha, Deeply Rooted. Um, she hosted me on her Instagram Live last week and it was a great conversation. And again, just deepening the importance of having that community when you're on a self-healing journey, because I went through so many years where I felt very much alone on my healing journey. And it was difficult. Sometimes it's helpful to have other people that are of a like mind that you can just throw some thoughts off or have someone to help you slightly reframe something or just give you a little bit of reassurance while you're in the thick of the process. And I hope that this podcast goes some way to doing that. And we are going to be working on building the community a bit better. I'm planning on doing a monthly sister circle coming up hopefully in April. There we go. I've said it now. I've committed. <laughs> so that's going to be starting April and it's going to be somewhere where we can get together, share what's on our hearts and minds, create some intentions, do some meditations and vis- visualizations and yet just a space where we can work through this journey together and I can hopefully provide a little bit of containment for you. So I often start off by talking a little bit about how I'm being impacted by the astrology of the moment and we're actually approaching quite a significant point in astrology which again I mentioned last week we're also coming up to the spring equinox over the next day so that for me is like a real sign of new life new beginnings and also in astrological terms we've got Pluto I think last week I said it was a 225 cycle that it goes through around the sun. But since doing a little bit more research, what I'm seeing is that Pluto's cycle is 248 years. So energetically, that's going to be quite significant in terms of its impact when that arises. I think, is it the 24th of, I know it's this month anyway, 24th of March? So it's going to be really interesting to see how that impacts our experience. So Pluto is known for impacting stuff based around transformation. I've got a couple of notes here, which I'm just going to refer to. So that can be death and rebirth, which again, paired up with the equinox is going to be interesting. And there's going to be a new moon coming up as well. So there's lots of possibility, I feel, that is... um, coming about so yeah we're gonna explore how that might impact us in this episode a bit as well something else that pluto is known for is provoking transformation so i know the last time pluto completed its cycle at this point was at the same time as the french revolution now the french revolution was a period in time where the people of france were just like we've had enough of this top-down society where we've got this small wealthy percentage dictating life over the rest of us who don't have as many financial resources. And actually, you know what, we've had enough. So they overturned the government, which I think was led by like the French king. Again, you definitely want to be fact-checking anything that I'm saying, but this is from the research that I've done. Um, is, yeah, I think the French government was being led by the French king and it was, um, you were having a good time if you were of privilege, but if you weren't, not so much so. So what 
the energy of Pluto helped at that time was this whole overthrowing of society as it was known. So they were able to rebuild it in a way that was more fair to the people. So it's interesting when you think about the parallels of where we're at today in society and everything that we've got going on, not just in the UK, but all over the world with governments and such a small percentage of the population having so much control over what happens in society. So I think it could make for a really interesting time. And with this movement in Pluto, it's going to be coming into Aquarius. So something that Aquarius is known for is influencing technology and also social situations, but for the greater good. So again, it's just interesting that Pluto is coming to this point in its cycle and it's coming into Aquarius. And could we be about to see some quite significant changes in society? Who knows? I know that a lot of us are feeling a little bit uncertain at the moment, particularly if we're tuning into the mainstream, because it just feels like doom and gloom constantly, doesn't it? Which is why I consciously choose to zone out of it as best as I can and focus on what I can do to make myself the best that I can be and make sure that I'm, you know, operating at my optimum in the circles and spaces that I can reach. So it'll be interesting to see um, what comes about at this time. Um, I've spoken before as well about the impact of the stuff that we don't see. And I feel like in many respects, when we talk about authenticity and stepping out into authenticity, a big thing for me, which, which I feel like I'm going through at the moment in terms of my own transformation and moving between ages is really shedding the part of me that lacked confidence or lacked assurance in myself and was maybe too concerned in the thoughts of others. So that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to let go of. And in doing that, I feel like I'm really stepping into and emerging into myself with more authenticity. So in thinking about the new possibilities that could be arising in energetic terms, and thinking about, you know, going back into the 1700s, back into the 1700s at the time of the French Revolution, the people that were speaking up for their truth and for what they wanted and saying, actually, you know what? No, this isn't okay. This is what I'm calling in. This is what I want for myself. If we reflect thought processes of the people back then to us here and now what is it that we're calling in what is it that we've had enough of that isn't you know is serving us no longer so i would just like us to spend a little bit of time in this episode thinking about what it means to be authentically you what does it mean to be authentically me what more can we be doing to step into our authenticity. And then if we think about us being authentic and standing in our true authenticity and what does that look like? And when we are able to be that fully authentic version of ourselves, what does the world look like around us? How are we interacting with the world around us? What are we doing with our time? Who are we spending our time with? Do you feel as though you are the most authentic version of you at this moment? Or do you feel like there's parts of your life where you're not able to express, yeah, the 
part of you that wants to emerge. So for me, one thing that I've been dancing around for a little while now is coming out of the spiritual closet. There we go. I said it. (laughs) And I was speaking to my coach about it the other day and my husband, because I feel like there's more of me that I want to express, but I've always had this concern about how people are going to perceive this aspect of me because for many people with spirituality and spiritual stuff unless you felt it or experienced it yourself you know there's a lot of skeptics out there one thing I'm not gonna do is try to convince anyone of anything because I know my life experience and I know my reality and I know the things I've I've experienced I don't need any validation in that regard but the one thing that has been holding me back a little bit is yeah just fully stepping into that and owning that like my spiritual practice particularly now is such an important part of my life and my experience and the things that I want to talk about are of a spiritual nature and that conversation for me is evolving as more and more things are happening in my life around that area of things I just feel like yeah I really need to step into that a bit more but I appreciate that some of the things I experience outside of the norm people might be in disbelief about some of the things that I've experienced and that's okay so for me it's just getting used to being willing to share it because I feel like spirit is really something that is driving me a lot at the moment and until I'm fully prepared to say out loud that I'm owning it I feel like I'm restricting myself in you know what it is that I'm trying to achieve and the flow that is wanting to come through, if that makes any sense. So for me, my spiritual journey began when I was a child. Yeah, when I was a child, I had some interesting things that would occur and it made me feel like a little bit of a, a little bit of a weirdo as a child in all honesty. So in the bedroom at the house that we used to live in, I shared a bedroom with my brother. He was just a baby at the time. I used to feel energy very strongly. And I was a really sensitive child as well. I was very much in tune with my parents and the grown-ups and just really connected to people's feelings and emotions. And I used to feel them. And I still do feel people's feelings and emotions very deeply. And I went through a very difficult time. It wasn't just difficult for me. It was difficult for my family as well, because like I say, I was having these instances of feeling spirit as a child in my bedroom, which at times was quite scary. Um, I would hear voices and feel energy and feel presence. So I spent a lot of nights very scared. And because I was scared, I was a bit of a nuisance towards my parents, which caused a bit of stress in the household. But yeah, and a bit of concern, really. So my mum and dad are not particularly religious people. Um, My mum raised as a Catholic and my dad, Church of England. So my grandparents were more likely to go to church and stuff like that, particularly my uh, mum's dad, Catholic. He would go to church regularly. So when I was having these things occurring at the home, it was like the only point of reference we had because my mum and dad weren't what what you would describe as spiritual, just, yeah, normal people, but 
my grandparents had all had their own spiritual experiences with seeing spirit, feeling spirit. My One of my granddads actually used to do what I would know nowadays as Reiki. Um, so he used to have healing hands. So whenever I used to suffer really badly with pain in my knee, and um, my granddad would do energy work on my knee. So at the time, I didn't really know much about it. And I still don't, you know, there's some of these mysterious things that happen. So my grandparents had their own experiences. I know my gran used to run old pubs. So she had experience with seeing spirit, as did my mom's dad. He had an experience. Well, he had several experiences experiences that he'd shared with me. So, but it was still classed as being a bit frightening. And in relation to religion, it's like anything that happens like that was deemed as being um, bad or frightening, for example. So I remember at one point would sleep, I'd have this little Bible next to the bed when I was sleeping and the woman over the road um, ended up giving us a little bottle of holy water. So I'd sleep with holy water and the Bible next to my bed. But I also used to have this imaginary friend that I would refer to as the plant eating monster. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying all of this now. But um, it's interesting to feel like the anxiety in my body as I'm sharing this, because this is stuff that has been quite personal and quite deep for a long time. And it's known in my, you know, closer circle. But yeah, it's not something that you talk about much. But people who know me now closely won't be surprised. But look, I'm over explaining it, aren't I? Because I feel away about sharing this sort of stuff. So, yeah. Lots of things that used to go on. When I was falling in and out of sleep, I would hear what I would describe as like the voice of a thousand angels, almost like a choir of angels that would be like singing my name, going Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. And it would just go on and on like that. And I'd just be like, I'd have to say out loud, what? To get it to stop. And um, in the end, we actually moved house from the place that felt creepy because it was like, is there stuff going on that is just, is that bedroom haunted, for example? And then we moved house and I was still having experiences in the new house and I could always sense this energy in the corner of my bedroom there. And I know my brother's experienced some stuff like that as well. And um, yeah, I'd often have this thing when I was falling asleep at night or in my bed at night where I'd hear my name being called. So there were lots of interesting things. And another thing that um, stood out to me as a child was my mum's mum passed away. Um, it's about 15 years before I was born. She died in childbirth, giving birth to my uncle. But even though she passed away many years before I was born, I always had this really deep connection to her. I could always feel her and get a sense of her presence. And I remember we went to Dominica for the first time and this person came up to me in the village and they were like, you're Teresa's grandchild. And I'm like, yeah, I am. But like, how do you know? And they basically said, you know, I can feel her spirit with you. I used to be a good friend of hers. And I was like, wow. Um, and there've been other things like, unfortunately, back when my grand passed away, she was buried in an un marked grave because the family didn't have the money for it and I used to feel really sad about that 
even as a child, it used to really, really hurt me deeply. And when I was a, a teenager, I, because of the way that my gran passed away, it was just very painful and very difficult for the family to talk about. So it wasn't something that we would openly really discuss much as a family because, you know, there were a lot of emotions surrounding it. But I had this deep connection with my gran and I, all I wanted to do was feel close to her and um, know more about her. And one day I went for a walk to the cemetery because it wasn't that far from where we lived. And I was walking around there just thinking, where are you, Gran? You know, where are you? And I got to this one particular plot, not like a specific grave, but a particular area. And I just got overwhelmed with this feeling and this emotion. And I was like, "I I can feel her energy. And it's like, goosebumps from head to toe and but that was that anyway I left there that day and then I went back on another occasion when there's like this little office there that is open and you can go in and the people can give you information so I went in and gave some information about the you know the dates and stuff and they were able to tell me where the plot was so I went and sure enough it was on that like I say, I wasn't at the point of where her grave was, but on that particular plot of grass, shall we say, it was there. And that was mind-blowing. So once I found out that that's where she was, I used to go and spend a time there and take glass beads and decorate the space. And it was just somewhere where I'd feel really connected to her. And then we went to Dominica one time after my boyfriend passed away. And we were staying in this house, like my granddad had built this house, but he was renting it out at the time, so we couldn't stay there. So we went to stay in this village. And when I say a village, it's like three or four houses on the side of a cliff, this village. And one of them was like derelict. So yeah, not much activity going on there. I got to this house and I walked in and I was like, ooh, I can feel the energy here there's something very strong and I get that quite a lot when I go to places or certain people I will feel whether I'm comfortable or not as we all do you know I'm sure but I would get real heightened feelings about the energy in places um yeah and this place was just like alarm bells (laughs) were going off and you walk you walk through the door and there's like this picture of like Jesus but it's like a hologram, depending on which you, which way you go. So it was either like Jesus or Mother Mary. And I was like, mm, something about here doesn't feel great. So my granddad was dishing out the bedrooms where we would all sleep. And my granddad was like, you can sleep in the room down here. And I was like, no, I'm not sleeping down here by myself. Hell to the no, granddad. So in the end, my granddad slept downstairs and we agreed that I would sleep upstairs in the room with my mum my brother would share a room with my dad and my uncle was going to be in the room next door so that night we'd all gone to bed bearing in mind you know there's no light pollution on the island so especially being in this little this little village there's like no lights pitch black at bedtime so we've got this fan going over in the corner me and my mum are sharing a double bed full asleep anyway Sometime after I'd been asleep, I remember this being aware of a sense of agitation in my sleep. And I became aware that I was awake, 
now, but like I, w- I couldn't move. It was like I was being pinned down into my bed and I'm trying to talk, but nothing would come out. And I was like, absolutely, I could feel myself dripping with sweat. So I'm trying to call for my dad because I know my dad's in the room next door, but my words aren't coming out. So it's like what you would describe as sleep paralysis. And I know that that's how a lot of people would explain this situation away. So my mom then a little bit later, um, anyway, I, I managed to start calling for my dad. My dad said, it's all right, darling, daddy's here. You know, don't worry, go back to sleep. Um, I was 19 at the time that this happened, by the way. And after that, went back to sleep. And then my mum woke up and she was like, oh, I need to go to the toilet, but I'm too scared to go by myself. Will you come with me? And I was like, oh, all right then. And we were walking down. And I was like, oh, mum, I don't know what happened, but I had this really weird dream. And she's like, do not talk about it. I don't want to hear nothing <laughs> about anything until the morning. So I was like, okay. So managed to get back to sleep eventually. And then when we woke up in the morning, me and my mum were just sort of having a conversation and my dad was like, I don't know what was going on last night, but he could hear me having a conversation and then he could hear my mum screaming in the night. So we're just talking about this weird dream and I was like, I felt like I had this dream that there was like a poltergeist in the room or something and they were like, Ooh. and then anyway, as we're having this chat, my uncle comes in and he's like, what are you talking about sort of thing? He's like, I don't know if I should tell you this but something really weird happened to me last night and I was like oh my god I'll get goosebumps now even just thinking about it I was like oh my god me too and he started describing what happened to him but he was awake in his bed when it happened so he was awake in his bed and then he had this thing come over him where he was still couldn't move and he heard a voice say to him where's so and so and so and so is my other uncle and my uncle was like because my other uncle wasn't able to come he just started a new job he wasn't able to make it and um yeah so my uncle was just like he couldn't come and then after that that was it so that was really weird but then when something like that happens in the caribbean and then you tell <laughs> you start telling your family then obviously it's like the, everybody's doing prayers and going around in big circles and praying and it got quite intense. So for me, that was quite a validating experience because I'd had these things where they'd happened to just me and nobody else had experienced it. But my uncle's quite sensitive in that respect as well. I know he's had things um, that he's experienced too. So for us both to have the same thing happen on the same night was like, it was undeniable. And so there's been lots of things over the years where I've had these experiences. And then one time I went to go and see this um, it was a psychic and she was like you've got a gift and if you're prepared to work on it I'll give you a job and she's got quite a prestigious store and um, she gave me this book and she was like go away and practice and I was like well it wasn't the first time that I've been told by people that I had like a, a, a gift or an intuition but I was petrified so she gave me this booklet and it was about you know how to meditate and how to connect with your guides and I was like oh no I'm not doing that I'm like what am I going to be like lying on the bed and then some person is going to come and land some ghost is going to come and sit next to me I was just like nah wasn't ready for that and I've really had to spend some time over the last few years really 
deprogramming my fear around it because one of the big things that has happened since the pandemic and since my injury is I've been starting to experience things again now I'm getting the goosebumps which for me is usually confirmation that the spirit is working with me or is is connecting with me and yeah so this is me coming out of the closet I hear things I see things and I feel things and and I'm proud okay even if it makes me weird to some people that's all right and I was saying to my coach I feel like I need to start speaking more truth about what I'm experiencing and I feel like I've got to come out of this spiritual closet and he's like to be honest I don't think it's going to be that big a surprise to people as you think it is so um there I've said it there's a lot more stuff that's been going on but I suppose this is my way of just letting you know that if you are not down for this um direction it's only going to get stronger from here as I connect more to myself, as I connect more to spirit, as I connect more with my authenticity. And there we have it. <laughs> so now I have been vulnerable in sharing with you a big part of my life, which may or may not surprise you. I feel like it's an exciting time for us to really connect with all of who we are, all of who we want to be, um, and all of what's possible, whatever that looks like for you. It's an interesting journey that is evolving. I'm in development at the moment. I'm working with um, teachers to yeah, help me understand my experience more. And I think that we've all got the ability to connect on this level. I think much of it is just being open to it, really. And one of the things that I've found on my journey so far is that whatever you turn your mind to pretty much manifests. And it's been really interesting for me over the years to put this to practice and seeing how so many years of me being unconscious of my mind and where my mind's at and just perpetuating unhelpful cycles and patterns that were damaging really and you know perpetuating negative cycles totally unaware and without that awareness I was just stuck in these cycles but as soon as I came to learn and become aware of the power that I've got to impact how I experience my day and how I experience my life this manifestation which which is what it is because I think a lot of the time we hear about people speaking about manifestation and people are just talking about manifesting material goods and you know manifesting 10 grand and manifesting a car and but we are literally manifesting our experience with every thought that we have which is why a big part of the work in this podcast is encouraging people to be mindful of their thoughts be aware of what you're creating in your mind and how that is then impacting your experience because since I've been consciously interacting with my thoughts um, I've really improved how I experience life and I've seen the rewards of what I've been able to create and manifest through my thought processes. So yeah, once something comes into your awareness and once you start to then focus on it, because like I said, I've had so, so many of these instances with 
the unseen or otherworldly type things that when they've happened, they've been so huge and so significant. I've, I've been like, I have to learn more about this. I have to understand more about this. And the more questions you ask, the deeper you go, it's like the more that gets revealed. I honestly feel like we're living in a big computer game that we're playing and we're navigating our way through the game with our thoughts. That's how I'm experiencing life anyway. So I just, yeah, trying to encourage more women to become conscious and aware of their thoughts and their thought processes so so that they can become active participants in their life experiences too. So have a little journal around what parts of you are not being fully expressed, what desires within you are not being given the opportunity to work through you and to come to the surface. And then also have a little think about why that hasn't been the case. So like for me now on this journey of spirituality, personal development, spiritual development, um, what stopped me up until recent years really stepping into that some of it was my own doubt around it I suppose Um, and then a lot of it was about other people's perceptions and other people's thoughts about it and people rolling their eyes and people being like whatever Um, and then yeah so have a little think about have a little think about that and like what's the worst that can happen when you stand up when you stand up into your truth and into your authenticity you're going to resonate more with the people who speak your language and the people that don't are going to vibrate a little bit further away. And I've come to terms with that and that's okay. And sometimes if you've had people in your life for a long time that, um, you know, have been there, but then stop resonating with you, sometimes it can be a bit of a process to have to come to terms with the fact that you're moving in different directions, but it's all part of evolution and we're being supported now with this energetic period of time with the spring equinox, the new moon incoming, and also this big Pluto move um, as it completes its cycle. So it's exciting. I would love nothing more than to hear a little bit about which parts of you you're excited about really stepping into and really owning over the next few months. So I think I'm going to leave it there. There's a lot more that I could say, but, you know, it's been a lifetime on this journey. It's not all going to come out in half an hour. So we'll leave it there. If any of this did resonate with you, please do leave a comment, as I've mentioned before, and like and subscribe. Give me your feedback. Have you ever had any unexplained experiences that you've either owned or that you've brushed away? Or are you a total sceptic? Because it's okay to be on this journey with me too, even if you don't believe in what it is that I'm saying, because it's about you experiencing life through your own lens, isn't it? So yeah, we're here for all of it. Don't forget to download the free planner on the website. And yeah, come and follow me on Instagram at zoe.e.fox. I will leave it there. Big love, my friend. Have a great week. And I will look forward to catching up with you next week. Mm